Good morning. This is the Basement Sports Podcast. I am your host at the Degenerate L1. You can find me on Twitter and you can find my blog www.thecollegeessentialblog, the essential blog for all you gambling degenerates. How's everybody doing? I know that uh, baseball is back. We made some money over the weekend. If you uh, followed the lock and the parlay, it hit on Friday. Uh, I decided to stay away on Saturday. Some of the games just didn't look good to me, and I'm glad I did. And then uh, Sunday also, just kind of stayed away from it. Decided to give my wallet a break. Let's get a win. Uh, from the weekend, and and sure enough, the people, uh, the teams I was going to bet on, they all did not hit. Uh, so definitely listen to me if you're looking to make bets. If you're looking, it's like, is this going to be good? Is this not going to be good? Definitely listen to me. I will tell you whether or not to do it. And I um, and we did well. We did well on Friday. Boston won by a large margin. Reds won by a large margin, and the Indians won two nothing. So that's that's exactly what we needed. All three hit. Uh, sad story, though. I uh, I went back because I originally had the Phillies uh, minus one and a half, and I went to go back and change it to Boston uh, the day before on Thursday, and it didn't change. So that's great. So I'm glad that all the parlays hit for you. Uh, didn't hit for me because your boy is a dunce and, and couldn't remember how exactly to change a bet. So that's good. Uh, let's go ahead and start off with baseball. Again, I don't like talking about COVID, but we have to. 15 Marlins players test positive for COVID. Two coaches. This is, I mean, I mean, this is exactly what was going to happen. There was going to be a team that was going to have a spike in COVID cases. It just was. Um, I don't really understand the exact like outcry of like how bad it is. And like, oh no, like 15 players tested positive. It, it kind of was gonna happen. Players were gonna test positive. I, I mean, I mean, it, it's just like it's it's kind of the whole thing of herd immunity. Do you just get through this, and then once once they're the Marlins are through this, they'll pretty much like not be affected by COVID the rest of the year. When's it gonna happen when they gotta play another team? I mean, they so they've already, excuse me, they've already canceled the home opener. The game between the Phillies and the New York Yankees tonight is also canceled. I mean, we're just going to keep canceling games. Why are we even having a protocol on the bench? It doesn't even make any sense. If we're, if it's not, it's not going to be followed. Number one, it's not going to be followed. If you look at the protocol for social distancing, it's just not going to be followed. It's kind of impossible. They're saying stay six feet apart away. That doesn't even happen in public spaces. Do you think it's going to happen in a dugout? It's not. It's not. Players are going to not have their mask on. Uh, they're going to be not six feet apart from each other. You know, they're going to be high-fiving. They're going to be touching each other. It, it's They're going to be using, you know, same equipment sometimes. Maybe, you know, they got to throw the baseball around. I don't exactly get the, the like, how horrible this is. Everybody's, like, talking about how, how big of a hit this is for the Marlins and, and for baseball. But this was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Everybody knew it was going to happen. They're not in a bubble. I mean, in, in Florida, it's a hot spot. They're just not. So, I mean, the players are going to be all right. Now, should they be going outwardly and in, in talking to family and being involved with family? No, but, I mean, this, this is just not a, this is not a surprise, this was going to happen. 
look, I'm all for baseball coming back and sports coming back. And, and you know what? The herd immunity, I'm actually, I'm not the biggest proponent of it not happening. I understand the science behind it. I understand what teams are trying to do. So when you do that, why is everybody freaking out that it happened? I mean, look at Clemson. It kind of ha- already happened. I, I, I honestly, I don't quite, I don't really get the the whole uh, how bad it is. Now, I understand that they're going to have to postpone some games. I understand that. That that's going to be tough, and and that's going to put some, you know, an already shortened season, and now you have to postpone games due to this. It's it really is terrible. I I don't want. I mean, I, I don't want any more players to get COVID. I don't I don't want that to happen. Obviously, I don't think anybody wants that to happen. I think everybody wants the baseball season to continue. But I, I mean, it, it's that was what was going to happen when you put a bunch of people in one spot and they're not, you know, constantly monitored or they're not inside of a bubble. They're probably going to bring it into the clubhouse. And, you know, you could have protocol or not. They're going to have things. They're going to have times where they are going to break protocol. Everybody breaks protocol. Go out. Go out to any public area. People are going to break the six feet apart rule. Not because they want to, but just because it happens. But the mask rule. Not everybody's wearing masks. Again, it's just because it's just going to happen. So I... I don't know. I, I think I, I hope that this is going to be all right, and I hope that the Marlins that this is the extent of it. But it's probably not. It's definitely probably not. There's going to be more questions down the road of the rest of the season. The the MLB can't sputter here, though. They can't sputter right out of the gate. They're only a couple games in. They can't go back to okay. Since this is going to happen, we're going to post this, postpone the season another couple weeks. It's either we play the season now. And have a couple teams postpone some games, or we or we quit, or or the the season's over, and we just move on to next year. This is make it or break it. This is a make it or break it week for the MLB. As sad as it is, it really is a make it or break it week. Anyway, so that's that's what's going on in the MLB. Um, no teams are really like making a name for themselves. Uh, I saw that each team was either one and two or two and one. After the first three games, so there's no undefeated teams anymore. Um, great, you know. Again, we're gonna see some teams that we thought were gonna be terrible, gonna be good and make maybe even make a playoff push. Probably not the Marlins, who is a team that probably didn't want to play this year in the first place. I don't know. I don't know. But what I'm saying basically is that they, at the end of the day, the MLB cannot sputter out of this. They've got to just grind through it. Now, if it gets to a point where a couple teams have it and it's a serious issue, and you're gonna, then you're going to have to. But for right now, they just got to keep pushing forward. They can't sputter. I think I said sputter like four times right there. That was not my intention. Uh, Last Chance You is back. That's probably my favorite Netflix show. Uh, if you're a football fan or a sports fan, or if, I mean, if you really love The Last Dance, you're really gonna love Last Chance You if you haven't given it a chance. It's about JUCO football. It's really interesting, really fun. Uh, get to see a lot of personalities and get to see the ins and outs of it. It's great. Uh, so let's move on to football. More COVID again. I hate doing this. Uh, Dante Hightower is opting out of the season. 
So let's 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 take a look at this. So he's opting out for COVID. Obviously, he just had a kid. He just became a father, and his I believe his mother also has a type one diabetes. He, she might have type two, but anyway. Um. So he he's using that, and he's saying he's going to opt out, which is fine. I mean, that's just your choice. However. Uh, I, I just want to look at it from a different perspective, maybe not in Dante Hightower's eyes, but in the Patriots' eyes. So basically, I mean, the Patriots are going to be looking for another quarterback next year in the draft. They just are. I mean, Cam Newton is not a long-term. He's not a long-term solution. He's just not. Um, they're they're looking for the next regime. Uh, the Patriots are looking for their next quarterback, and they're having a lot of players opt out now. Dante Hattow is also on a contract here. He's a free agent in 2021. So, just like that, he is 30. He's 30. He's a linebacker. And, you know, at linebacker, that's a hard position. I mean, he's he's won the Super Bowl three times. He doesn't really have that much, you know, he doesn't have much of anything to prove. I think that's kind of what he's thinking as well. I don't have anything else to prove. He's making a lot of money. He's probably going to get that money for opting out. I'm telling you the NFL will will help compensate the players that do opt out. It, it would be you know, honestly a shame on Roger Goodell if he didn't. Maybe not a shame, but it it would be it would be you know, it it would cause quite a stir in the NFL community if he decided if you opted out, you don't get paid. But I don't think it's going to happen. He's 30. There's a possible retirement in there. Maybe this is his first year of testing out the waters of retirement. This is a free year where he could do that, though. Now, him doing it on a contract year, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know if he's going to want to play anywhere else outside of New England. I mean, he's played there for a very long time. He's won three Super Bowls there. Like I said, he's 30. He's been in the league for a little bit. He, he, might, he might just end up retiring. And maybe that's just this is the start. Now, in the Patriots' eyes, I mean, the more that opt out, the merrier. They're 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 looking for their quarter. They're looking for the next quarterback. I think I already said that, but we're gonna say it again. Now, a lot of the other players who are you know kind of bench players, third stringers, second stringers have also opted out from the New England Patriots. I saw there was a big list today. That a lot of it was coming from the Patriots, uh, so maybe maybe New England does embrace the tank, which would suck. That would really suck if they embrace the tank because then they would got they would get the next guy, their next you know Tom Brady, their next savior, and they're probably not going to whiff on it either because they the Patriots don't whiff. Anyway, so Dante Hightower opting out. Um, Maybe a possible retirement. Um, I don't know if the pay, how much the Patriots have talked to him about maybe possibly opting out. Because honestly, I mean, the Patriots can't have great players out on the field because if they do, they're going to win games. And if they win games, they're going to move themselves out of a draft spot. They might, they might back themselves into the playoffs just because that's what the Patriots do. That's what Belichick does. But... I mean, we'll see. And honestly, backing into the uh, backing into the playoffs might be the worst thing to happen. They might not want that, obviously. So, Dante Hightower opting out. 
All right, so let's go to the NBA. NBA is back Thursday. We're going to go more betting on them. I got some lines for you guys um, that I really liked. Uh, got Clippers versus Lakers. I like the over two over 216. I think both teams are going to be coming out, you know, shooting the ball early, shooting the ball quick. I uh, don't know about how much defense is going to be played. Uh, I mean, this is really the battle for L.A. I mean, the Lakers uh, spent, I mean, a lot. They have AD. They got... You know, they got LeBron, Clippers got Kawhi. They're both making, I mean, they're both looking to make a run in the uh, in the finals this year and, and both make looking to make a run in the uh, the season this year. So I'm going to go over 216 in that game. I, I, I think that game will go over. All right, so I got the Magic minus 6.5 versus the Nets. I mean, and my, basically my only, my only reasoning behind that is that KD's not playing for the Nets. He, he tore his right Achilles. He's not going to play. So, I mean, I think the Nets are kind of lost without him. That's basically it. So, Magic minus 6.5 versus the Nets. Uh, next, got Bucks minus 4.5 versus Celtics. And I got the over 218.5. So, that is Bucks minus 4.5 versus the Celtics and over 218.5. Uh, I think the Bucks are going to, you know, come out firing. They're going to come out ready to play. They're going to come out ready to prove something that they can stay. They can stay with it. They can be the next top team. Uh, the Giannis is the next superstar. Bucks are going to come out, you know, swinging. So give me Bucks minus four and a half versus Celtics. All right, I got Mavericks money line versus the Rockets. Uh, it was right. It was at zero zero last time I checked it. There was no, there was no favorite. So I think that I, I think the Mavs are going to be really good. I think uh, with Kristaps and Luca, uh, the, the Mavs could could really make a push in the playoffs. Uh, Rockets are going to be really good. I don't. I think they're going to have a slow start, though. I, I think the Mavericks are going to get a jump on them. So I'm going to go Mavericks money line. All right, Mavericks money line. And my last one of the day, I'm going to go Heat plus two over the Nuggets. Uh, I think the Heat have a legitimate chance to be good. Uh, I, I, they're my dark horse to win the finals. Uh, like I said, that's not a bad bet, especially in a year like this. Uh, so I don't understand that. I mean... That's not a bad bet. And there's your underdog for the day. Is Heat plus two. I mean, I think I think the Heat are going to win that game. I know the Nuggets are really good. They're, they're going to be a playoff team. But I think the Heat can get it done, especially right out the gates. Right out the gates, teams are going to be different. You're going to see that. Teams are going to be very different than what they are in the regular season in the first couple of games. They really are. They're going to still be feeling each other out. They're going to be still feeling out what this situation is actually going to mean. Who's actually going to be really good. And that's going to be interesting because not a whole lot of people know the answer right now. Not a whole lot of people know who's going to be really good and who's going to be really bad. In terms of players. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so those are my NBA lines. Uh, it's back Thursday, so this spans over Thursday, Friday, and I believe one of the games is Saturday, but I don't know. So uh, one more thing before we take off. Uh, Carson Wentz was left off of the top 100 of 2020 list. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, it's funny because Philly fans tend to react a little bit more than than other teams uh you can usually get under philly you know philly fans skin kind of easy i mean look i like philly i really don't have a problem with them my only real problem with them is i have a buddy who's a big eagles fantasy and doesn't shut up 
and he loves Carson Wentz, but yeah, I'm cool. But anyway, but the, that that just shows that the list doesn't matter. It's stupid. Lists don't matter. They're stupid. Lists don't matter. I mean, the top, preseason top 25 really doesn't matter until about week five, week six. Let's be honest. It doesn't matter until conference play, really. I mean, unless, unless you know, you got a one, a one play and a five all the, and down or a one play and a seven and down. I, I mean, it, it doesn't, the top 25 doesn't mean anything until, until they start playing real games. Um, that's why lists don't make any sense and who cares? This list is stupid and it doesn't matter and, and people should really stop looking at lists and, and defining their team by the list. I mean, I mean, you see it all the time. Sports and sports analysts who their sole job is to give correct predictions, which I'm the only one that really gives correct predictions all the way through. Just saying. Um, but their sole job is is. Oh, by the way, I'm completely kidding. I've been so wrong before, especially on this. So who cares? I don't. I don't see why 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 this should really be taken into consideration as as like a serious thing. I understand that there's with no sports going on, it's kind of hard to not look at anything and and react to anything. But if if I'm a Philly fan, don't don't react to this. Who cares? Who cares? I mean, it's it's just a list. It's just a list. I can make one right now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all subjective. Wait till the you know the football is snapped. Once the football is snapped, then you can make your list. But not. But you can't really do anything right now. Anyway, uh, NFL teams all reported for camp, which is great. Uh, I'm glad we can at least get to camp. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. Going to camp is a good sign. Um, don't really know. Where, like, what they're going to do with camp. I mean, obviously, I'm not allowed there. Even though I wasn't allowed there in the first place. But I, I'm, not, I'm not allowed there anymore to do my, you know, reporting. Being just an overall jackass. Um, but it, 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 I mean, you know. It really isn't, it really is a good sign. And I'm excited to see it happen. And uh, I'm kind of sputtering right now. But that, basically, that's what's happening. Uh, one more thing, just it just came out this morning. Was surprised when I saw it. Jamal Adams is heading to the Seahawks, and the Seahawks gave up first two round, uh, two, two first rounders for him. And all I gotta say to that is the Seahawks way overvalued him. They did. I mean, I mean, two first rounders. That that's that's a terrible that's a terrible trade. It's exactly what the Jets wanted, though. The Jets wanted to have two first rounders. They're still building for the future. They really are. Jets are going to be good for a while. Honestly, they should trade off that Le'Veon Bell contract. I mean, I know that I understand they got him for a much, much cheaper price. But I mean, if you're really building for the future, he's not a guy that is going to bode well because he's already been known to complain about his contract. He's already been known to, you know, hold out. Do you really want that on your team? No, you don't. Uh, honestly, and good for the Jets. I think the Jets won out of this. Uh, I, I think Jamal Jamal Adams got what he wanted. He wanted out. All right, he got it. I don't. I don't think he's as good as people th- say he is. I don't. I've seen his tape. He gets blocked really easily. 
You get one guy on him. I mean, it's it, he can't shed a block. Down when he gets blocked downfield, he can't shed a block. His coverage is pretty good. I'll give him that. Is he top 100 in the league? Yeah. Is he top 50? Probably not. He's just not. I don't get it. I, I, I two first rounder. I mean. And with the Seahawks, also on top of that, I mean, they're just not... It's like they're just giving up on protecting Russell Wilson. They're expecting him to make plays with a bad offensive line. They just are. And, you know, that that's that sucks to say because he's just done so much for that organization. But they're not, they're not looking to protect him. They just aren't. So, I mean, you're going to have to take that for what it is. You're going to have to take this for what it is. But I, I'm telling you, the Seahawks overpaid on this. Or they well they overvalued it. It's not Jamal Adams is not worth two not worth two first rounders. I mean, and look at it from a betting perspective. The Seahawks were twelve to one to win the to win the Super Bowl before they got Jamal Adams. What is it after they got Jamal Adams? Twelve to one. There you go. There, there's the there's the proof in the pudding right there, as they say. It's the same. Same. He's not gonna he's not gonna create. Some, he's not going to be some big gamer that makes ridiculous plays and has a Hall of Fame career and takes Seattle to the Super Bowl. He's just not. Seattle's problems are on the offensive line. And they are on the defensive line. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see. Do I think Seattle makes the playoffs? Probably. They're in a pretty tough division, but I think they still make the playoffs. Um, but it's not going to be thanks to Jamal Adams and just him. They just need they need to shape up their offensive line. I I I was listening to Colin Coward today. I agree with him on on little. I did agree with him on this. I do believe that Pete Carroll has a little too much power in that organization. I do think Pete Carroll, you know, did orchestrate something to get Jamal Adams. I think he wanted to. He wanted to acquire him, and he didn't really care that much about the future of the franchise, but like getting him, because Seattle's still clinging to the win now thing. They're still clinging to the win now, instead of of building stability in 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 maybe waiting a year or just building an offensive line and letting Russell Wilson go to work. If he can sit in the pocket for longer than two seconds, he can be as deadly as anybody. But you got him running around. He's still deadly. He's still ridiculous. But I mean, if you give him comfortability in the pocket, he could really, he could really, really have a Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame season. More than he already has. He's already a Hall of Famer. He he could have an, he can have another Hall of Fame season. But we'll see. All right, that's it for me. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, go check out my blog. A new one came out yesterday. Go ahead and see what that's all about because I forget what I wrote. And uh, this was the Basement Sports Podcast, and I will see you guys later. Thanks. Bye. Have a good one.